0: Hey, it's Dane from the Lambo Leap Podcast. I hope you're going to enjoy this week. Uh, Tough loss for us against the New England Patriots. I am... um Still, still recovering from it a day later. Um, but, but thanks again for listening. And you can follow us on Instagram at Lambo Leap Podcast. You can also uh, email us at Leap Podcast at gmail.com, And then guess what? We've also got a Twitter. We're doing it all. It's uh, at Lambo Leap P O D it's Lambo leap pod is our Twitter account but thanks again for listening feel free to tweet at us or Instagram us or email us and uh, we'll do our best to get back to you um, I can feel it wags I can feel it we are going to get back on our winning ways next week against Miami go pack go
1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lambo Leap Podcast. My name is Andrew Wagner, and with me, as always, is Dane Verisi. Hey. And uh, we're switching things up a little bit. Uh, uh, I'm going to be doing this little intro and and setting Dane up for a few questions and reactions.
0: Sounds like Dane has a lot to say
1: this week.
0: Well, Wags, I mean, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about the, the, the the roughing of the punter? Uh, do, do we want the, uh, the, the ejection? Should we talk about the lack of accountability on the team? Uh, what about all the injuries? I, I mean, we could talk forever about all of this. I, last night, I think I scared my dog a little bit. I was yelling so much. I was so frustrated. Um, I, 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 I'm speechless after what we saw against New England Patriots. And, and New England's a good team. But they also had key injuries, and the Packer defense at times looked a little lost in my opinion. And I Listen, I want to be optimistic. I have been a McCarthy fan for a long time, and last night, I just, I don't know what I saw, but that certainly wasn't Green Bay Packer football. Um, that was, dare I say, Detroit Lion football, and we that's a team we lost to, by the way, this year. Um, so, Wags, I mean, I don't know even where to begin. So what do you think um, we do from here?
1: Because um, maybe I'm handling this better because this just seems like <laughs> my corner for the last 10 years. And years, yeah. you've jumped down it. And as you said, uh, we don't want to just sit here and complain. No. because. Uh, we try to keep things as positive as we can. So there was some good stuff that we saw last night, despite uh, kind of a, a, a tough game. Um, let's just put th- something in perspective, though. In 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 reality, um, if, let's just say in an alternate universe, um, the Packers had taken care of business, gotten that game-winning field goal that we thought we should have gotten in L.A. the week before, and we split and went one-and-one. One, mm-hmm despite some of the issues again this week uh, like you said sloppiness um, you probably would have been happy with that uh, in fact we talk about that uh, coming off the bye week I you know
0: I would have been happy with that but I'm starting to worry that we're we're thinking we're watching a team that is doing what average teams do right and average teams uh, there's always a couple things right so you go back to Detroit, Bunch of missed field goals for Mason Crosby. What if he didn't do that? We go to Minnesota, which ended up being a tie. Uh, what if Mason Crosby hit that field goal? What if uh, we did some things a little different in that game? Now we're looking at the Patriots game. What if this? The Rams. What if? But good teams beat good teams. Uh, good teams beat average teams, right? And and what I'm seeing is I'm watching a Packer team that has. Beaten a Bears team, which so far I would argue looks pretty good. I'm not completely sold on them yet. Uh, we beat a really bad Buffalo Bills team. And we had a tight one against an average San Francisco 49ers team. And that's big, generous. And and yes, exactly. And, and then we've got a lot of losses. And I... I'm just I'm, I'm watching this, and I don't think the sky's falling yet. I don't want to act like it is because uh, we've talked either in last week's podcast or, or just in private that it was going to be a tough stretch here, and I expected that. And uh, it's just two losses back-to-back, one that I felt like we could have had, and then a second one where – Despite hanging in there for a little bit, that's, I thought, what we did the entire game. We were just kind of hanging in there, but it didn't feel like we were taking control of the situation at all, and I just see a lot of red flags all across the board right now with the roster uh, with guys that don't have Rodgers the, on the back of their jersey. Yeah,
1: and, and I agree with you. To me, this game was a game that we never led, and... It seemed like, yeah, we were, uh, it's a tie game and we're driving down to take the lead early in the fourth quarter. You know, yeah, who knows how that plays out. Um, But to be quite honest with you, it seemed like the Patriots had a four quarter plus game plan and the Mm -hmm. Packers had a three quarter game plan. Mm -hmm. And... I just don't really feel like there was a universe that the Patriots, even if the Packers score, let's say they score a touchdown uh, on the drive uh, that Jones ended up with the fumble. I, I just, I'm not sure. I see a universe where the Patriots, they had some some cards to play right. uh, clearly, uh, that they don't go down and score, and it doesn't become a, a frustrating thing where the, the ensuing possession with the inconsistency of the mm-hmm. offense, they do something and end up having to punt, and now Brady goes down and wins wins the game. And so maybe the game ends up a little bit closer. Sure. But to be quite honest with you, it just never felt like this. Never felt like a game that the Packers uh, were. You know, it wasn't back and forth. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. And I, despite some of my angry texts last night to you and to our our group of friends that we have a Packer chat, I'm not ready to fire Mike McCarthy, even though I said that and I've I've hinted at that from time to time. Um, I am ready to fire Ron Zook, though. Uh, I think that our special teams has just consistently been poor. Uh, Each week, it seems like there's a fail somewhere on the team. Um, We've touched on it, but from kicking to to off games, punting to uh, poor coverage at times. And then now this, I I know that that some people say, well, it shouldn't have been called roughing. It was running into the kicker. Um, Despite all of that don't give them the opportunity to throw that flag, right? That's, yeah. There's no discipline. In that moment, it's not the first quarter, right? That didn't happen in the first quarter. It happened far enough in the game after a huge stop by the defense to, to allow that to happen. Now, did that end up hurting them? No, it didn't because the defense continued to step up in that moment, right? We saw them step up again, but you can't give the New England Patriots at home on Sunday night football, extra opportunities. And I felt all night that's what the Green Bay Packers did. Yeah, and
1: my biggest fear with McCarthy is I may have been in that irrational uh, corner for a long time, sure. but to be fair, you never questioned his scheme, especially his offensive sure. scheme. Um, and, you know, the, I, 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 the little things in the games are what, Always drive me nuts. So as you know, I'm kind of a clock management uh, <laughs> uh, specialist. Yep. Um. And McCarthy's never seemed to master that. Although I'd say he's he's been better. This past game was not
0: one of his better clock management uh, uh performances. I was just waiting for uh for a uh, timeout in the second quarter, <laughs> but it, we it, this the game flow didn't happen. But McCarthy's the king of those late in the second quarter. You're right. So, um.
1: Yeah. My biggest. Fear, though, and maybe it was just this game, but um, there was a lot of situations where they had very doable down and distance uh, scenarios, and it didn't seem like they could get the right play call. And Sure, you know that's going to happen. It's a football game; that'll happen every now and then. But time and time again, they were just struggling to get the right play, especially in the second half. Um, they would have, you know, fairly tenable third and four to third and six down in distance, and in and, and I the receivers um, are running long routes. It's taking a while to set up, and the Pats had it figured out. They were just rushing three or four guys, and uh, they took away everyone in coverage, and Rodgers had time
0: at times, right. and um, and he just uh, couldn't get anyone open. Right, my blood's boiling as you're saying this. I I can remember in particular on third and four, uh, I believe it was in the first half, and they had Jimmy Graham running a streak down the field on third and four. He's a big body. I thought that one of the reasons we signed him was to pick up those third and shorts. And, you know, he's that big body that boxes out strong hands. He's able to just go up and get it. And they're having him run down the field like he's a 4-3-40 guy on third and four. I just, I don't understand in what world that's, an appropriate play call in that moment. Well, and to add to that, we can think of quite a few more. Um, after they
1: uh, stopped the Pats uh, at the goal line, um, I, I don't know what they were doing in that next series, but third down, again, it was probably third and six or so, or maybe closer to third and seven. Yeah. And and they've got Rob running, or uh, I'm sorry, not Rob, Cobb running a yeah. seam route. Yeah. Uh, and that's just the wrong guy running that route. I don't know what they're thinking there. Um, that's the kind of play you want to run on first or second down, um, and preferably not with Cobb, right? Um, And then we had third and a foot um, in the third quarter, and... Uh, we do a play action, fine, but there's no options. And if, if not for an amazing uh, pitch and catch uh, between Rogers and uh, Valdez-Scantling,
0: mm-hmm. um, we're not even able to convert on a third and a foot. Um, can, can, we t- can we talk about MVS for a second, though? Because I do, I mean, let's talk about the positives of the game, too. MVS, Valdez-Scantling, this kid can play, Right. He can play. I, I was I was just um, – we've seen him step up. This isn't the first game, right, where we've seen him make plays when we needed him to make plays, and I'm just so impressed with his progression uh, as, a, as a football player, especially as a later-round pick. I think that uh, going into camp even, there was talk that of the three draft picks that he might be the one that was more practice squad, a little more rough, but had a higher upside. So the fact that he just seems to have a connection with Aaron Rodgers uh, in a way that um, not a lot of receivers have had over the years, and i'm just I'm really excited to see what he can turn into because he really is becoming the number two wide receiver on this team, is he not? Yeah, I, I would agree. And um
1: i I had a note here that after those uh, two one of the the catches I just mentioned, and then another huge catch uh, right after that um, going into the fourth quarter, um, I was uh, literally giggling deliriously. Uh, <laughs> that and, sideline catch yeah, there? Yeah, yeah oh, that, was just a, that was awesome. Yeah, that um, was- so I, I completely agree. This kid can play. Um, a couple other positives. I, I mean, it, it again, in a week the defense gives up 31 points. <laughs> it's hard to sit here and praise the defense. But I'll tell you what. You mentioned they made a huge three-and-out stop yeah. after that, you know, failure on the on the punt when you got to roughing the kicker, um, getting that stop at the goal line after Breland had the pass mm-hmm. interference penalty, um, and and I'm thinking of I'm forgetting one other huge um, stop that I was surprised that they were able to you know make the stop. Sure, um, but. Um, you, you can't ask them to go out there for extra possessions against a team as good as the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And they actually I honestly did enough, uh, I think, uh, to give the Packers a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's, uh, unfortunately, to spin it back to a negative, right. it was the offense that wasn't consistent this week and, and didn't do the job that they needed to.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I think it was fair to say, and I know it's a small sample size, but I did not see a significant drop in the defense with HaHa Clinton-Dix trade. I, I thought that, um, from what I could tell, obviously wasn't at the game, haven't seen the film. But, uh, and, and you could see a, a couple miscues maybe from Tremont in the backfield, Tremont Williams in the backfield. But I thought overall, for a guy who's never played safety other than a little bit, I think, in Cleveland, um, to, to do what he did in short order... Um, talk about a team player, talk about a leader. I, I, I was so impressed to see him. And that hit on the goal line. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I We haven't seen that many hits from the safety positions this year, have we? No. And, and Tremont, he did... I, I don't know if
1: I can really blame him on the on the long touchdown touch, to Gordon. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was basically had to guess between covering yep. both guys. Um, uh, Jair and Josh Jackson both bit hard on that screen look that Brady and the Pats gave him on that play, yep. and um, and so it was both Edelman and Gordon are wide open, uh, and Tremont tried to guess and just sort of got stuck. Yep. And I mean, I, there it was an impossible situation. I guess if he could have just done it over he would have tried to guess on one of them and and made the play but um yeah i I can't totally blame him for that
0: i can't either i thought overall you know looking at his performance i was i was actually really impressed by what he did and uh and again jair alexander another young guy who seems to just be a real deal week in and week out he's he's showing up and performing um i i do have a little bit of concern we got some injury scares between balaga uh, over there on the right side, on the offensive side. And um, Kevin King, again, having having an injury uh, there. It sounds like a hamstring injury. I haven't had a chance to look today if there's an update uh, yet. But um, That said, I thought Josh Jackson acquitted himself pretty mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. Um, with
1: the extra snaps that he got this week. Um, and, you know, I, I do think that... Um, um, Jones did a pretty solid job. He he got some good hits in. Yeah. I I didn't get a good read on how he was positioned from a coverage standpoint, right. but um it it seemed like the Patriots really out-physical the Packers yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Especially when you consider a guy like Corderell Patterson, you know, mm-hmm. uh, coming in and just steamrolling the defense. Um, Those I, lanes were huge. They were. Yeah. Um, a, a little disappointed to see some guys just get pancaked. I mean, mm-hmm. um, not to single out Clay, but when he's getting pancake <laughs> blocked with a full head of steam by the running back, uh, Barner, yeah. um,
0: that's not a good look. <laughs> no, and I'll tell you what. You know whose name we haven't heard in a couple of weeks is Nick Perry. Can we get his club back? I mean, he doesn't have to break his (laughs) hand. We'll just put the club on him. He's like, he he has superhuman powers. He's like that's like Thor's hammer (laughs) yeah can we like yeah let's figure out a way to get this let's call the training staff after this (laughs) podcast wraps up Uh, we don't need to break his hand but yeah we gotta get the club
1: on or at least fake a hand injury I I don't know Um, it's about that time of year though where he needs to get that (laughs) club back I agree
0: yeah I know I know so you know I was excited to see Blake Martinez come back that was I was pretty nervous about that he seems to be uh, at least from my perspective over the course of the last two seasons or so the most consistent tackler uh he's got he's just got a good feel for the game and i was really nervous anytime you see a guy roll up uh, an ankle the way he did it looked like it could have been pretty nasty and to see him come back out he's a tough guy and i i expect to see him continue to play there uh do you have any concerns about him going forward um no i I actually thought Morrison filled in fairly yeah. well. He had a huge
1: sack uh, mm-hmm. right after he had to come in for Martinez. Um, certainly you wouldn't want Martinez out for an extended period of time. No. Um, so, yeah, I was glad to see him come back out into the game. Um, they definitely need him. So uh, so that was encouraging. Hopefully the injuries that they sustained are of the minor variety. Um, Spriggs did – Decent. Serviceable, I thought. Yeah, really I thought it was. was. It's very coming, having to come in. That wasn't the easiest spot to have to come in, and mm. um, so um, that was encouraging as
0: well. No, that's good. Now looking ahead a little bit, um, got the Miami Dolphins next week, and this is a game. You know, we just talked a little bit about the last couple games were sort of a gauntlet. It was going to be a tough couple weeks there, uh, and they were clearly, but. Now we play a Miami, Miami Dolphins team that I think we should beat. I, uh, playoff teams beat teams like the Miami Dolphins, in my opinion. And um, Keep in mind, they are if the playoffs started today, the, the Dolphins are in the playoffs in the AFC. And the Green Bay Packers are not in the playoffs in the NFC. I agree, and that's why I think this is going to be a really telling game. Uh, right now, I, as I said earlier, I don't think the sky is falling, but in about six days if we take a loss in Miami Dolphins, then I've got some very serious concerns about the direction of this team. And I'm not going to say the R word starts with re, I'm not gonna say it, build, I'm not gonna say it, but it would start to feel that way uh, long term, if uh, if if we continue down that path, obviously we have Aaron Rodgers, and we have some young talent around him, uh, but I would not be shocked if we lose a game to Miami, and again, we fall into this hole, like we seem to do very often in these seasons, where Mike McCarthy's seat would be getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I... I Guess we will see, but I will
1: be very surprised if, if, if we don't see a, a good Packers performance. It may not be squeaky clean. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm not expecting squeaky clean no. at this point, but unfortunately. What, but, you know, you would have to hope that at this point, at a certain point, um, they're able to just sharpen a few things up and go out and execute and have a have a good game um and you're right this is a team that they should beat mm-hmm. um that i haven't really watched much of the dolphins this year but it doesn't uh, from what i've seen it doesn't look like they're they're world beaters they've been mm-hmm. able to win a few games um but i definitely expect the, a, a strong performance out of the packers this week and None of these upcoming games are, are gimmies, but um, this is where we have to start making our run. Right? You know, we Absolutely. To, and just uh, build on 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 each game and start to to get some uh, Ws in the uh, uh, left hand column because um, they're not out of it, as no, you said, no, no. by any means. But um, they can't afford to dig themselves any deeper of a hole.
0: No, that's right. And I think at this point we we've, we've got a lot of division games ahead, right? We we've still got a match up with all three of them and I think that we can we can we can still win this thing, right? I really do and I think this that I think the biggest frustration I've had this season is that I feel like at times we're very close, but I I also feel like at times it's just sloppy. The games have just been sloppy. I don't feel like the team week in and week out is clicking on all cylinders and clearly the the record shows that but, but even even without the record, just looking at the amount of penalties uh, that we have and a lot of boneheaded penalties at, at major moments that we continue to see out of this club, uh, it's, it's really become frustrating for me. But um, if there is a bright side to all this outside of, um, you know, we talked about some of these young guys playing well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a brace on his knee right now. And... I'll tell you what, all of us have watched enough Packer games to know that as long as number 12 is upright, we can win some games. Um, I, I hope that um, as we progress through the rest of the season that he and McCarthy can get on the same page and that, um, and you know, I whatever it takes, I guess. But I feel like we're falling into another season where we're going to put everything on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. Sure. And, um, and that's okay. I, I wish it wasn't
1: you know having to come down to that yeah but,
0: but it looks like
1: it right yeah um there's worse guys that i'd, I'd w- want to hitch hitch uh, our wagon to that's for sure um <laughs> so you know i guess one other a uh, thing that I, I i'd like to ask you about dane yeah. is um is what do you think we're gonna see here from from the offense moving forward? Because um, we've seen these ups and downs if, within games, within quarters, within drives. Yeah. So what what can they change here um, to sharpen things up? And because I, I really I really think it's got to be the offense that gains consistency in exactly. order for this team to start. Putting some wins together.
0: Yeah, you know, going into the season, I thought that if we had a top fifteen defense, we could make a Super Bowl run. That was that was kind of my thought process. And now as the season's progressing, um for us to, to do that, the offense needs to really be clicking, right? And if if it were up to me you stick with Aaron Jones on the, on the run game as much as we can. I obviously was disappointed. I thought that um, the fumble last night was definitely the the change of the game, as we've we've touched on previously. It was tied 17-17, but I also think that you've got to. Um, ride with the horse that can get you there. And I think that, that Aaron Jones is, is just a phenomenal talent, and I'm excited to watch him. And that's not to say that Jamal Williams doesn't get some some carries mixed in there, uh, but I think Aaron Jones just has a bit more burst than than any other back we've had in the backfield in Green Bay and in quite some time. Um, as far as uh, the, the passing game is concerned, Um, I think we're going to see a little bit more trust him MVS going forward, right? I I think that we've seen Rodgers certainly is gaining gaining a lot of interest in going his way. Um, It seems like defenses are starting to uh, at least attempt to... um, Locked down Devonte Adams more with mixed results because Devontae Adams is just a heck of a talent on the outside. I think that Jimmy Graham and and Rogers their their chemistry is growing each week. You can tell that. But again, really like to see Jimmy Graham uh, on a little more of those those seven yard routes, right? Those yard, those 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 shorter pickups, but that just continue to move the chains. And um, that's that's probably my biggest concern is um, is a, as we again we touched on I don't want to see us doing these long these long kind of like low percentage plays on on critical third downs and I think that we've consistently seen that and I think that we really need to to get back to maybe a more three-step drop five-step drop get the ball out of your hands some of these plays are taking a very long time to develop and now with an injury to Balaga especially um, I really think we're going to have to simplify this a little bit and shorten it it up and let your playmakers make plays. And Rogers
1: looked like he was a little shaken up late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was holding his wrist in his hand. Now I, I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, they're not going to talk much about what whatever that was. No. But um, but it's. It's a concern whenever he's rolling to his right and you've got blindside pressure coming from the backside. Yeah. It seems like we've seen that, and it's maybe it's just a recurring nightmare from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a reality. Um, and I'll give... Uh, I don't know if it was Collinsworth or Michaels credit for uh, mentioning that he's much uh, higher passer rating rolling to his left yeah, this that year. Scary. Which makes sense because... Um, if he's rolling to his left, that means he's already evaded the pressure yep. and he's moving away from the defense. Um, so I'm sure he's much more comfortable uh, in that situation than he is when he's trying to roll to his right and he's got still backside pressure coming in.
0: No, absolutely. Now, now, t- tell me this, tell me this, Wags. I mean, don't you feel like Devonte <laughs> Adams and uh, Jimmy Graham can beat players off the line?
1: Absolutely. I thought
0: that's – honestly, I really thought that's why Jimmy Graham was signed. I didn't expect him to be catching 40-yard passes. I'm expecting him to help move the chains and be a big, big target for Aaron Rodgers. Right? And and that's where if you're going to throw
1: on third and short – I don't understand why you're not able to get the ball at the line of scrimmage even to Adams or Graham. And you're telling right. me that, you know, eight or nine times out of ten, they're not going to get you at least three, four, five yards. Right. Uh, those aren't plays designed to go for 20, 30 yards by any means. But those guys are going to fall forward and get you some yards. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Is there anything else you, you think we need to touch on today, Wags? I'm sorry. I'm a little frustrated today, everybody. I'm just, I'm, I'm angry. I'm really angry with how the season's going. I did not expect it to be going this way.
1: Well, I guess one thing I would ask is, um, you know, what, what, what are we going to do uh, about these um, boneheaded? uh plays moving forward. I mean, what what exactly is McCarthy going to do to be able to prevent that from happening on his watch? Because yeah, it's on the players, but what is going on mm-hmm. that they he's just not running a tight ship and that that seems to be happening,
0: like you said in the opening, every week. Yeah, uh, I I you know, I you look at you look at him and i i really believe mccarthy has been a very successful head coach in the nfl um and he's won a super bowl Uh, but he's in his 13th season here and i do start to wonder and again i don't like calling for people's jobs here but i do start to wonder uh, is 13 years that's just a long time to do anything in one organization and it, the, I think that they did try to take measures last week, right? By trading uh, Ty Montgomery and trading Ha uh, Clinton Dix uh, Montgomery with one of the more um, noticeable errors that that you could probably make that we that we saw, and they and they tried to correct that, and, and I think tried to prove a point, but then it continues. So I don't have a good answer for you other than. Is he going stale? I don't know if it's going stale in this situation. Um, but I, I'm hopeful that it's not. I'm hopeful that these are mistakes that are happening in the first half of the season, and now as we go into the second half of the season, um, it gets tightened up. But I don't have a good answer. I just don't.
1: Is this something that the players can police themselves on? I hope so.
0: Um, I, I I would think so. I, I think that um, – uh, despite what you know, maybe maybe a slip in his production, I do miss Jordy Nelson for a locker room presence. I think that he and Rogers were incredibly just tight in the locker room. So, uh, and I I don't expect Jordy Nelson to be grabbing uh, Tunyon aside after uh, roughing the punter necessarily. You know, if Jordy was in the locker room, I don't necessarily think that would have happened. But I do think that um, we we don't have maybe. Some of the presence that we've had in the past there with with him gone. But again, I don't think that that's changing everything by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think that it is up to these guys. They're professionals, right? This isn't Pop Warner football. They're professional athletes. And I I don't think anybody's doing this stuff on purpose, clearly. Um, But... At a certain point, it's all about time and place, and I get that these guys are have a ton of energy and they want to win, and they're and they're doing everything they can. But um, just these mistakes have to stop. Yep, yep. Well, I agree, and
1: um, I I do think we have a chance this week to to really show that we can turn things around and and get back on the right track. Um, this was. Definitely the toughest part of the schedule before the season, and you yeah. can't say that anything's changed. Um, uh, they, def- they certainly have some, some challenging games coming up, uh, but um, I, would, uh, I would have to say that uh, now is the time for them to, to prove it uh, or not uh, so um, so I'm excited to hopefully get back on the winning side of things we've and, seen it before right yeah, yeah. so we, you, you guys can hear uh, uh, Dane and I be happy uh, this has not been a fun <laughs> podcast
0: the last few weeks it's for been us very to, yeah.
1: therapeutic yeah. but uh, but uh, yeah so I, I I am looking forward to I, I wish they could play tomorrow because mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I need to be a, I need to put that game in in the back of
1: my mind and forget
0: about it I don't it. know if my heart could take it but, uh, but yeah yeah, I agree with you and we've seen we've seen Aaron Rodgers run the table before we're not at that point yet uh, but we're getting there right where we need to turn it on and start stringing some some wins together and as coach McCarthy says stack success we need to stack success wags go pack go go pack go